millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is episode 105 with Kim Addis. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast. Where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxy. everybody to the as told by nomads podcast today i have with me kim addis and kim addis is the president and founder of frame of mind coaching and journal engine software you know she's an author she's a speaker she's an entrepreneur she's a coach and she's a mother of five so she's superwoman essentially and um in addition to that she is one of north america's foremost experts on coaching with a focus on mindset and thought mastery welcome to the show kim I am so psyched to be here. <laughs> no, I'm psyched to have you on because I get the chance to really just throw any questions at you. So um, one of the things that you talk about and is, is the benefit of, uh, of having your frame of mind coaching is transforming your world. You say that a lot. Why do you yep. think um, people need to change their frame of mind? Well, look, when we look at any results that anyone gets in er- any area of their life, what we can really point back to is how their thinking led them to get the results they got. So whether the results were negative or positive, the seed of those results was their thinking. So very often when we think of changing the results we get, we think of doing different things, except thought precedes action. It comes first. And so what I'd rather people do is start to shift their thinking a little bit before they shift their action so that their thinking is lined up with this new action to create a new result. So we always have to start with thoughts. Interesting. So when did this happen for you personally? Uh, when did I start changing my yeah, thinking? Y- yeah. Well, to be honest, it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing <laughs> process. But, uh, uh, you know, years and years and years ago, I was uh, married to someone else. I had two kids and things weren't going exactly as I imagined my life to be going. And I ended up getting divorced and it was a really rough divorce. And I remember, you know, what I wanted more than anything was to go through that divorce with as much grace and 
dignity as I could muster and some days weren't easy and for whoever's listening who's going through a divorce or has been through a divorce you could probably relate Mm -hmm. but divorce has tough times it has its low moments and it creates a lot of fear and insecurity and doubt and worry and you're worrying about all kinds of things like how you know how will my kids end up how will I be able to handle it financially Um, am I going to be at war with this person for the rest of my life Um, what's it going to be like now that I'm single and alone what's it like to date again I mean there are a million a million questions but that's when I started really tuning in to the idea that the way I thought could profoundly affect whatever outcomes I wanted whether it was meeting a new person or being a really good mother or starting my own business whatever it was I could change it based on how I thought gotcha and and then obviously down your path you had this divorce two kids you you, were you in real estate too because you you've done you've had several yeah, well, I wasn't. I was. I I did a lot of work in the real estate industry. Uh, we created a product specifically for the real estate industry, and so um, I got to know a lot of people. I actually even won an award for being one of the top fifty most influential women in real estate. Congratulations! But I, I don't think I don't think I'm all that influential anymore. <laughs> nah, I would beg to nah. differ. <laughs> oh no! Congratulations to that. So so, so you Thank were you. there, and then. You know, you you were, you were going through that personal time, and then something must have shifted in you because you obviously, you know, you transformed your life essentially. You you had three more kids, um, and um, you, you became known as this thought leader. Well, well I didn't have three more kids. I got three more. Oh, kids. you got, I got three remarried more kids. to a. I, I I'm insane, but I'm not nuts, right? There's a difference. <laughs> um, so I I got I found, I met a new guy who was uh, a lot more aligned with my values than right. my first husband and I was married a long time the first time I was married for fifteen years okay. but he was a single dad he had full time care of his kids and so when we got together our families became blended and so I mean that certainly didn't happen overnight but what what I will say is that when people have a hard time when they're suffering when they're challenged with something when they're facing some kind of adversity there's two options major growth mm-hmm. or major struggle major difficulty they stay in that place for a long time or they choose that time to really decide to uh, grow in a big leap and that was my choice at the time Cool, cool. No, thank you for sharing. Thank you for that clarification. Because you know, it, it <laughs> there's a difference between having kids and, and um, getting three kids. So um, that's a very big distinction. But it's it's still it's it, it's still an amazing feat. Because five kids, I mean, I, I came from a, a small family, so I, I can't even imagine what it would be with five kids. So. Well, yeah, we're all living together under one roof. It's definitely um, interesting. <laughs> all right, all right. So now, now with um, that personal life, you started to get that going. When you created the software Journal Engine, right? It, what, what what was it? Is it? Are you focusing on the importance of journaling? Do you think that journaling can really transform the way you think? Or do you think it's important to write things down? What, what's the the whole process there? So, why did I create this software? Is that the question? Yes, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Well, when I decided to um, look into coaching, I started to understand that the the vast majority of coaches out there are are building their businesses on the idea that they can help you reach the goals you want to reach in order for you to live the life you want to live. Mm-hmm. And so there's an ideology there is that when you achieve goals, you're happier, right? Yeah. Um, and I thought, 
you know, it's very interesting to see how coaches coach because what they do is they help clients create basically a plan that says, here are all the things that I need to do, here are all the actions I need to take in order to achieve my goals, and as a coach, I'm going to help you achieve those goals by holding you accountable to all the bits and pieces and all the stops along the way that will help you move forward and get there. And something about that just completely rubbed me the wrong way. It just felt like it wasn't a match for me. I thought to myself, you know what? Um, I don't think people really need that accountability component. I think people know what they need to do in order to achieve their goals, but mm -hmm. something's preventing them from getting it done. Right, right. And it has to do with the way they think. It has to do with the way they see themselves in the world. It has to do with the way they value themselves and the way they think about their abilities, their experience, their competence, all of those things. So when I started coaching, I thought, you know what, I'm not going to manage anybody's to-do list. That's not what I want to do, but I really want to help people get out of their own way by looking at their thinking and really helping them think in a way that allows them to achieve their goals with greater ease. The thing is that I don't know how people are thinking on an ongoing basis. I can talk to you, but it doesn't mean you'll tell me what you're thinking. It doesn't tell me... It doesn't mean that you're going to tell me what you're thinking over time, and it doesn't mean I'm going to be able to get deep enough to really understand the beliefs that are holding dominion over your life. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, in order for me to be a really effective coach, I need to get into the, the hearts and the minds of my clients every single day. And that's when I decided to ask them to journal. So I would give them a question and they would journal and then every time they journaled I would read the, the journal and respond and so there would be a dialogue that would happen between me and my client and the idea was for me to be able to really understand the patterns that they had that they weren't even aware of that caused success and the patterns that caused failure or struggle. And so that's where it started. And at the beginning, I didn't have any software. I used like a blogging software, but it was really hard to use and the security was low and it was really a struggle. So I said, I'm going to create my own piece of software for my clients. And I wanted it to do certain things, but primarily I wanted a highly secure piece of software that created a high degree of privacy where they felt completely safe and secure to really expose their deepest personal thoughts and that's when I created Journal Engine and so now I use Journal Engine with my clients but we also license it out to other coaches who are interested in using it with their clients as well well you know um what's this guy Mr. Wonderful on, on um Shark Tank would love you for just licensing your stuff right there but that's a that's a that's a great business model so you have this platform you, you built it out of a, of a need that you had and to make it easier for you to manage your clients and now other people can just come and use it for their clients and you get you know a percentage of that uh well we just license it out so they pay a monthly fee oh so, so it's just a monthly yeah. fee yeah okay cool cool now you, you said you designed you know mind coaching program to provide a client with a powerful infrastructure uh where they could develop the skills with you know for deliberate thought and and I like what you say that the greatest difference between those people who are stratospherically successful and everyone is their thinking. What have you found is is the biggest roadblock in that thinking? Because I find in my experience that many times many people are afraid to start something because they don't know exactly how to do it, um, and and sometimes they want that roadmap. And and I always like to tell my my clients and people that I talk to this. 
for many of us, there's not necessarily a roadmap uh, for you to follow, but you have to find something that keeps you going. So I'm just curious in your as to what your answer would be to that question where they're like, well, I want to be able to have this roadmap. I want to be able to have this by now. I want to be able to do this. And if I don't meet that, I feel discouraged and I'm not going to be able to meet my, my success and it's going to be blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to stop. Okay. So one of the things you talked about was um, that people struggle because they don't know how to start. And I will tell you that in my experience, the how is rarely the hardest part. Um, hows are readily available. If I want to look up, you know, I'm not a technical person, but if I want to look up something like, you know, how to program something online or how to build a website or how to, you know, make my internet work again, I can find it. I can Google it and I can find it, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of information out there. The hows are readily available. The issue isn't the hows. The issue is something bigger and it's something deeper, which is something called beliefs. So what I believe to be true about my ability with technology will, de will determine whether or not I even go and search for an answer and attempt to try it. It's those beliefs that create blockages for people that prevent them from reaching their goals. Mm -hmm. So if I don't believe that I could ever have the skills or the abilities or the strength or the fortitude to start a business, I'll never do it. It will never, very rarely have anything to do with, well, I don't know how to do it. Huh. It could be, but that's a belief as well. Interesting. Okay. Okay. No, okay. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. So that's part A. So it's not the how-tos that stop people from getting things done. It's what they believe to be true about their ability to get things done. That plays a bigger role in preventing them from achieving their goals. The other thing you said is, you know, people feel kind of bad. Actually, repeat what you said. You said people get discouraged. Yeah, they get discouraged because they don't they don't have a, a roadmap, right? And they feel they like, don't have a roadmap, yeah. right? Well, and again, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, discouragement comes from here. It comes from the idea that they should be somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And that should concept, like I'm supposed to be thinner, I'm supposed to be smarter, I'm supposed to be more wealthy, I'm supposed to be married, I'm supposed to have two kids, I'm supposed to live in a big house and drive up, I don't know, a really nice car. And all those supposed to be's or should be's, in comparison to where they are, that's what causes the discouragement. And so very often people think, well, it's the roadmap, the way to get there that will help them. And again, that's a how-to. And rather than, I believe that you, if you were to sit down and create a plan, you could create a plan. The problem isn't creating a plan. The problem is executing the plan. And what prevents people from executing a plan? It's their thinking. And it's their belief in their ability to execute the plan. That's the issue. It's not the plan or the creation of a plan. So it's just the, the doing it, you know, the execution. There's a podcast I listen to, another one, Art of Likeability, and he always says, you know, all this information is not going to help you. It's what you do with the information that will help you. So he's always prefacing every single piece of advice, whether it's from a thought leader like yourself. And then people, like you said, just don't do it. They're afraid of failure. They're afraid to start. They're afraid of what it looks like outside. They're afraid they might not be enough. They have all these self-limiting beliefs. And, and it, it, it oftentimes, more oftentimes than not, it's what pulls them back. But then you find yourself five to ten years later thinking, why didn't I just do it when I, when I, you know, when I could have done it? And then. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That's yeah, right. Regret, and that just compounds your whole thinking. And it goes back and back and back and forth, and it's like. You already have this mountain of self-doubt that you have to dig through. That's right. And really, you know, when we look at the coaching world, a lot of coaches just, you know, they make you do. They make you take action. And action is good, but it's not sustainable if the self-doubt still exists. Correct. So, for example, um, I'll give you a perfect example. I had a client and what he wanted more than anything was to meet a woman. And he said, you know, like I spoke to someone and they created a plan for me. Now you go into a bar, they even gave me a script. Here's what you say, here's what you do. But I was so uncomfortable. And even though I did it, I could never do it again. Huh. Why? Uh Because that wasn't aligned with who he is. That wasn't consistent with how he wanted to show up in the world right and so for me it wasn't about making him you know say these words or say these lines or do the things he needed to do first we had to really examine what he was afraid of where it came to meeting girls or women we had to look at what created discomfort why it created discomfort how well he felt in terms of the ability to be a good partner to someone else. We had to look at all that and clean it up before sending him into a bar. Yeah. You're saying we, we have to look deeper within ourselves before to really find the root of the problems. And I, a lot of people focus on just doing without actually attacking the root of the problem. That's exactly right. And mm-hmm. you know what? It's kind of like, you know, weight loss. People go, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. And they do. And they go for a while. And then what happens? They stop going. Mm-hmm. Why? Because their thinking isn't fundamentally lined up with that action. They're forcing themselves to go. And it's okay. Force yourself. But <laughs> that doesn't create sustainability. All right. Well, then, then the listener out there is asking this question. Well, well, Kim, what can I do to make myself feel more confident with myself? To be able to be more transparent with myself about these problems? What can I do? What, what steps can I well, take? You know, when we when we work with our clients, we ask them to journal every single day for the duration of the coaching period. Why do we do that? So we can see how their thinking is impacting them. Okay. And so when you when you feel uncomfortable, ask yourself, what am I feeling uncomfortable about? Why do I feel uncomfortable about this? Is it true that this thing needs to create discomfort for me? <laughs> because we we invent our experiences we create them based on our interpretation of what's going on and how we see things Mm -hmm. and so if let's say 
I have a speaking engagement. Actually, this is a true story. Um, I, I mean, I speak all the time. I, I'm, uh, I'm asked to speak at all kinds of major events. But years ago, I was super uncomfortable about it. I, I lack confidence. And I used to have to really psych myself up. And I force myself. And I'd go and I'd present and I'd do a really good job. But after my presentation, every single time, I'd crash like emotionally just totally crash and the reason that happened was because I would feel that they were evaluating me and judging me and I didn't like how they were judging me mm. or I didn't like how I imagined they were judging me one day I sort of started to realize hey I'm there to deliver a, a, like a boat full of love and if I do that job then I've done my job huh yeah, no, I I love it. So you you realized that you were there to deliver, you know, that what you want to do was deliver that boat of love, and then you just became confident with that. And then when you felt like you did that, that was enough for you. That's right. That's it. I did my job. And so you know what I wanted them to feel is I wanted them to receive my warmth, my acknowledgement, my approval, all the things that they are deeply searching to feel. And when I reversed everything, when I realized it's my job to give them what they need, as opposed to their job to give me what I need, everything shifted. So now I go, I'm not neat, like I'm, of course I get a few butterflies, but not what, like what it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and I'm relaxed and I'm, I'm having a good time on stage and they're having a good time with me. Okay. All right. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I can certainly relate with, with butterflies. I probably still get more, but when I get on it, it turns off, but it's like a nervous energy that, that, that channels me in the right direction. Uh, right. But it's, it's a way you manage that. What are some character qualities you drew from your experience that helped you with your success you had? You know what? I'll tell you something about me. It's like when things don't work, I just kind of stop for a minute and I just keep going. Like, I just keep trying. I try something new. Right. And I remember when I was younger, my dad used to say, you know, there was a, a movie that he used to love watching called The King of Comedy. And it was a movie uh, with an actor, um, Robert De Niro, where he wanted more than anything to attract the attention of, like, a famous movie star. And the movie star wouldn't give him a t the time of day. And so, you know, he kept going into his office and sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing would happen. And he kept getting kicked out at the end of the day. Finally, he decided to take matters into his own hands and he decided to climb in through the window and, and have one-on-one -on -one time with this movie star. But my dad used to say, look, if you can't get in through the door then find a window and climb through. And essentially, that's been my approach from a business standpoint. Always try to find a way in. If you can't go in directly, find another entry point. But don't get discouraged and just keep trying. And honestly, over the past 10 years, as far as I've been running this business, um, there have been many times when things haven't worked. But I keep trying until I find an entry point. And I think really that's the character trait that I would say is the most relevant. No, I love it. I love it. And it's it's just that idea of always finding a way and letting your passion fuel you. Um, there, there are many times when, you, you know, you have something in your mind and you want to do something and you have to pivot and learning the uh, the ability to pivot and learning that you, you stay committed to your goal is one of the better ways of changing your form of thinking. Because if one way doesn't work, there's always another way. Um, and, and, you know, altering your mindset in the sense that you don't think, oh, if I didn't do it this way, I'm never going to be able to do it. 
So I think it's that's cool. right. Yes, uh, I think it's good. Well, I want to go back to the the early days view. So when did you first realize your first profit? Oh, I think um, you know what profit came right away. Except that, oh. <laughs> well, let's not call it right away. Okay. Let's call it like you know, let's say three or four months in. But what I did from the get go, actually. It's a funny story. When I first started coaching, I was terrified to coach because I didn't really know what I was doing. And so I sold coaching to a group of people and I said, it's a pilot. I'm running a pilot. Let's see how it goes. I sold it at a ridiculously low rate. I think it was $100 per person for 10 weeks of coaching. And I hired a person who would co-coach with me, someone who was more experienced so that I would feel more confident. So I had five people. I started to increase my rates, and slowly, slowly, like from the get-go, there was a profit. Okay. So, yeah. No, so it's good. So you built that initial community of people, and then um, I guess the co-coach gave you that confidence, and then you started feeling more confident, like, hey, this is something I can do. And then, Well, the co-coach actually, what I mean, what I learned from the clients was that they didn't like his style of coaching, and so... <laughs> They were happier with me, so I got rid of them fast. Okay, well that's that's good. That's good. And, and the good thing about yours is it's not a seasonal product. It's something that's always needed. So, do, do your clients evolve, or do you just have a specific target market? Um, my, you know what, I coach a specific type of person. I I typically coach, and I have a team of coaches, right? So it's not just me, but we coach people who are highly driven, who have three things in common. Number one is they have really big goals that they want to achieve. Number two is that they are determined to make a difference in the world and leave an impact. And number three is that they are big livers. In other words, they have a real zest for life and they really want to live an extraordinary life. It's good. So people are just not willing to accept mediocrity and they want to be able to tap. Exactly. Those are my clients. Awesome. 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 No, it's good. It sounds like it aligns with your brand and it, it is who you are and it, it makes sense. But I've read some of the stuff you've written to because you write for a few publications. Um, also, yep. you listen to some of that and it's it's all aligned. You're all about making that impact um, and stepping into your greatness, your light. So that's that's pretty cool that, that you know, it doesn't deviate in some uh, in some way. But <laughs> your business is global, um, as you, you alluded to earlier before you got on the call, uh, before I started recording. Do, do you find it as thinking shifts across cultures or is it just at the base of who you are as humans, it's similar? Um, you know, that's such a good question. Bam! Honestly, yes. <laughs> honestly like we, are, we coach people in different locations of the world, different religions, different upbringings, different home situations. And there is definitely different thinking in different cultures, 100%. However, what we find is beliefs are very similar. Or uh, let me say it a little differently, limiting beliefs are similar. So they grow up differently with a different set of expectations, but what we find is beliefs that cause blockages are similar across cultures. Right, right. And the reason I was asking because I, you know, growing up the way I did, which was in several countries, you find many, I found, you know, a lot of cultures had innate uh, feelings that were already ingrained in them. So if you're a woman, you do this. If you're a man, you do that. And if you do this, you're supposed to, that supposed to you were talking about earlier was yep. already ingrained in them earlier. So when, I was really curious about what it's like when you go into these environments and you're telling them to essentially change 
a whole lifetime of thinking that they've had, right? And it's that can be tricky, I imagine. We're not there to change their values, right? But we are there to make sure that they are living in accordance to their values, not the ones that were just handed down to them, you know, automatically. Gotcha, gotcha. And now I'm 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 thinking I love what Kim you know Kim's been talking about. I really want to transform my life. I want to make a difference. I I often say the mission statement of what we do is use your difference to make a difference. So I want to use my difference to make a difference. Kim, where can I sign up? What would you tell them? So I would say go to frameofmindcoaching.com and on that site there's an opportunity to get a complimentary coaching call. But it's not an ordinary coaching call. It's very unique because we ask you to journal and the coach will literally take your journal and use that journal for their coaching as though you were really a client. So try that experience. So many people have told me that that one call has made a huge difference for them in their lives. So try one complimentary coaching call, frameofmindcoaching.com. Yeah, and you can't beat that because look at it. It's it's a complimentary thing. You get to, to get this in-depth, amazing uh, a coach or a network of coaches work with you, and then if you want to even go even further, you know you, you can work with her, and it will be great. And then we'll have more great leaders that are actually transformative, as opposed to some of the stuff we have going on right now. But that's another podcast. But, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> no. But um, other than that, what where um where else can we find you in social media? Like yeah, we're all over the place: Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Kim Addis. Kim Addis. Just look me up. Addis and it's A D E S people. That's uh, correct. Addis, and uh, you write for several publications as well, right? We can catch some of your yeah, articles. I write for a whole bunch of different publications. Um, you know, again, just Google it, and you'll find all kinds of all kinds of articles. You'll find all kinds of uh, audios, all, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yes, and other podcast interviews. The yes, the last thing I wanted to say, and the last thing I always ask my guests is how they use their difference to make a difference. So how do you, Kim, use your difference to make Honestly, a difference? Honestly, like, people laugh at me, but I think that I'm a pretty quirky person. Um, <laughs> and, and really, I bring all of myself to everything I do, whether it's coaching, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a call with a coach, whether it's a call with a client, um, whether it's parenting. I definitely have a high, high degree of quirk, and I, I think that's my secret sauce. Yeah. It's the quirk factor. You're not afraid to be who you are. And, and, and that's uh, and I'm not afraid to laugh. I'm not afraid to have a good time. You know, you, you said, hey, I hear singing. That's me being quirky, right? <laughs> that's and that, me. That, yeah, that is true. That is true. That is true. No, I, th- I think that that's a good skill to have. So, And that's also, you know, it's endearing and it makes people feel more comfortable. Uh, it's because, at least in my experience, it did when I, when I was listening to the singing voice that she she had. So, uh, <laughs> well, I, I want to thank you on for coming on the show. Um, and I'll put this together and, um, hopefully we can get more people to, to journal, but also journal with a purpose and also get rid of the limiting beliefs and turn that to beliefs for positive awesome. thinking. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It has been an amazing pleasure and I really hope that we get a chance to talk again. No problem. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 